What was the worst time you walked in on someone? I was living with my grandparents when I was about 19 years old, and I came home early one day from work. I walked into the bathroom and saw my grandfather, who was like 80 at the time, butt naked, staring at himself in the mirror. He was smiling and shaking around his schlong. After we both made eye contact, we both said, Oh crap, and just turned around. I'll never forget that image in my head as long as I live. Traumatizing, but not that bad. When I was eight, I walked in on my dad banging my mom's best friend in my bed. She was babysitting and he was supposed to be at work. They were loud and I went to see what the noise was. My dad screamed at me to go away so I got out of there without actually seeing them. I told my mom when she got home and she ended up spending the night in jail for breaking her best friend's nose. When she got home, she beat the crap out of my dad with a baseball bat. Wasn't the first or last time he cheated on her either. I got an awesome new Princess Jasmine bedding set out of it though. I just want to go on record that infidelity and abuse are a big no-no and this kind of behavior really messed me up mentally growing up. OPS for the worst so I gave it and tried to be entertaining about it. And yes, the sheets were to replace the ones my dad banged on. I still stand by my statement that Princess Jasmine is awesome. Well that's a twofer right there. First you walk in on your father cheating on your mother and then the spousal abuse? Ah, oh, that's pretty bad. I live in a two-bedroom apartment with four guys, so it was two guys per room. I usually left first because of my job. One day I realized I'd forgotten some important documents and came back to get them. I opened up the door to my room and found my roommate laying naked on his bed, legs up in the air and blow-drying his balls. He later explained to me that he had some sort of jock itch and needed to keep that area moisture-free. That image is burned into my brain to this day and on his birthday. Every year, I send him a picture of a blow-dryer. Look, it's and tender places are just hell i don't blame the dude but lock the door put a note up or something demoisturizing balls knock please so i'm out tent camping in a state park it's early morning maybe six ish i need the restroom down the path i grab my shaving kit start walking the 500 yards about halfway i hear a noise and look to my left directly into the eyes of a dude hammering away at his girl doggy style inside their tent with the door open i pause kind of shocked dude waves at me i wave back girl looks up she waves i wave back they continue banging i continue walking I guess they just really wanted to be fully in touch with nature. Like if they're leaving the tent door open and everything, they, they wanted to be seen. I, 25F, was being towed around a house I was planning to rent a room in from Craigslist by the owner. The last bedroom door was closed, so he knocked and opened the door to reveal a husky man with headphones on aggressively beating off. I still rented the room. I'm reminded of that meme where Hank Hill walks into the room. I freaking love King of the Hill, by the way. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was a, oh, oh, good Lord. I didn't personally walk in, but my mom did. I was told to stay outside. I was about 15 and me and my best friend along with my mom went shopping and we came home to see my brother's girlfriend's car parked in our driveway. So me and my friends were all like, oh, you know what they're doing? And my mom was brushing us off. She told us to wait outside and went into the house and quickly came out covering her eyes, repeating, I saw nothing. She caught my brother and his girlfriend mid-act in the living room. My mom was mortified and me and my friend were thrilled we were right. Doesn't matter how traumatized the mom is from seeing her little boy being a man, it just matters that you were right. Oh, 
walking in story from a party I was at when we were all about 70 to 18. A couple of hours in, everyone had turned up except one of the birthday girl's best friends. She eventually calls and says she's out at a club and can she bring the guy she's met, whose name is apparently Sketch. Half an hour later, they turn up pretty drunk after about 15 minutes. We realize they have vanished upstairs. Birthday girl doesn't really want them fooling around in her bed, but no one wants to walk in on them either. So we send the drunkest guy up to call them down. He toddles off upstairs and then about a minute later comes back into the living room looking pale and distraught. He sits down. We ask what happened. I went upstairs and opened the door and he was going down on her. And then he looked over at me. And I think he was a vampire. There was blood all over his mouth, so I left. Turned out they started fooling around and it became clear it was her time of the month, but Sketch decided to power on through. We accidentally sent up the one person who in a drunken haze was not mentally equipped to deal with this at all. He looked broken for the rest of the night. Can't say I blame the guy, that probably would have kind of ruined my night as well. So, this happened last semester, but I got home around 11, 11.30 p.m., and no one was home. I'm like, all right, whatever. I go to my room, throw my stuff down, and grab my water bottle. I walk into the kitchen to fill it where the front door is, small 3BDRM apartment through the school, and in walks this girl. I'm like, what the hell is this girl doing in my house? We make eye contact. I realize it's my roommate in full drag. Fake boobs, wig, high heels, all of it. All he says is... I can explain. Already having seen a lot of this kid's oddities, I just say, don't bother, you do you, man. And I just went to fill my bottle and continue to play Civ or something the rest of the night. He now occasionally just chills and drag and talks makeup and clothes with my other roommate's girlfriend. I'm riding this sitting next to this seven-foot unicycle propped against the wall. It's been an interesting year to say the least. Disgusting. Utterly debaucherous. I cannot abide... By a seven-foot goddamn unicycle. Four foot is the max that a unicycle should be. You'll break your goddamn neck riding that thing. It's just impractical. TLDR, I'm probably in a smut video online titled RA Interrupts Gay Threesome. What happens next you won't believe. I used to be a resident assistant. I was doing room inspections with my partner, R.A. I had given all my residents over a week notice, taped a letter to their door alerting them that I would be coming around. Everything was going fine until we got to room 312. I still remember the room number to this day. We knocked on the door three times with no answer. I announced that I was keying into the dorm. We get inside. Everything's normal. I go to the individual bedrooms and knock three times again. As soon as I announce I'm keying in, my residents open the door in just gym shorts. Hey, what's up, Live Legacy? Just doing our scheduled room checks? Oh, okay, come on in, without even hesitating or giving me a warning on what I was about to walk into. As he opens the door, I see a naked man dart across the room and into the bathroom. I didn't know he was gay, so that was surprising. But then I walk into the room and look to my left. I see a tiny Asian man was standing in the corner with a laptop in front of him. He was only wearing a cheetah print thong. I quickly avert my eyes and look to my right and I see a camera on a tripod. I dart out of there immediately yelling, you passed. Have a nice day. They could have had kilos of booger sugar in the corner and I wouldn't have cared. How on earth did this one not get gold? <laughs> this one was hilarious.
Didn't really walk in, but the most traumatizing time, when I was six, I had friends over for a play date, and I went to go hide underneath my grandparents' bed with my friends. My grandparents came into the room after us, so they had no idea we were in there, so they started undressing and went out of the bed. Sounds startled. I started crying, but they were basically deaf, so they couldn't hear me. But my mom walked by the room and thought she heard me crying, so she walks in. Grandparents start screaming at my mom. Mom starts screaming at my grandparents. I run out from under the bed with my friends friends trailing behind me it was awful that is basically the exact same thing that happened in an episode of f is for family which is a hilarious show another not walked in but my parents divorced when i was a baby i ended up living with my dad and got very sporadic visits from my mom in my hometown of hers i lived half the country away from her one summer in the first few days of a visit to her town i thought i was alone in the house I was 15. My siblings were several years younger than me and out playing with their friends, and my stepdad and mom, I thought, were at work. It's hot outside, my stepdad is a tightwad, so there was no AC in the house. I decided I was going to go upstairs and soak in a cool bath for a bit. Since I think I'm alone, I start shedding clothes as I'm going upstairs instead of waiting to get into the bathroom. As soon as I reach the top of the stairs, my mom jumps out wearing nothing but a lacy thong and yells, Surprise! Turns out my stepdad was supposed to be home early that day, and since I had only been there a couple of days, she assumed the heavy footsteps coming up the stairs were his. So there was a very surprised, almost naked 15-year-old looking at a very surprised, naked 32-year-old who also happened to be his mom. We talked about it one time several weeks later just so she could explain, and it hasn't been mentioned since. For you weirdos, no arms were broken, I was repulsed, not aroused, and I guess you would have to ask her many partners over the last four decades if she was hot. I'm not mad at y'all, though. This is what makes Reddit worth my time. It's like a double KO in a fighting game, only with trauma. Double trauma. I was 12 at a sleepover with a good friend of mine. It was around mid-afternoon. I was getting myself some water when I come back to see my friend getting lectured about how messy his room was. It was immaculate. And how he should take responsibility for things. He did. His dad is pulling up carpet fuzz and yelling at him for it. My friend is crying. I kind of pretend that I didn't walk in on that and hung out in the kitchen reading cereal box ingredients. As soon as the dad walks out, his girlfriend comes in through the door in tears. She had told her Corvette running a red light and now the boyfriend was hysterical, yelling at her and us. They go to their room and there's this banging and fighting noise. Then everything was normal. Took me bloody forever to realize they were addicted to booger sugar. The dad and the girlfriend sound like absolute tosspots. That's all I have to say on that, really. I went on a road trip with my family when I was like 13 or so. We stopped overnight at a motel and my mom asked me to fill the ice bucket with ice from the machine down the hall. I grabbed the bucket and went off to fill it up. When I got back, I had the terrible realization that I didn't remember what our room number was. Starting to panic, figured the only thing to do was to pick a door at random and hope for the best. I picked a door. It was the wrong door. An old man answered, wearing nothing but tidy whities a wife beater, and black dress socks. Behind him, two other similarly clad gentlemen sat on the bed next to three old ladies in negligee. I asked them where the ice machine was, even though I already had ice in the bucket that I was holding in my hands. He pointed down the hall and I said, thank you, and took off. I guess my mom heard me and opened the door to wave me back in. I was only off by a few doors. Worst episode of Showcase Showdown ever. And then you have to sit there and wonder what they're doing a few doors down from you the entire time. Awful. 
Technically, I didn't walk in on this situation, but bear with me. Something I liked to do when I was very young was bring shoes into the different rooms of the house. I was always very proud of myself and wanted to show everyone that I brought more shoes indoors. Once, I had the brilliant idea to hide in my parents' closet with a pair of shoes so I could surprise them with my ingenuity of now hiding shoes in their closet. I made this, what I thought to be at the time, a very well thought out and super professionally planned scheme. Step one of my plan was to set into motion my getting the shoes and bringing them into the room with me undetected. This proved to be an easy success. Step two was supposed to go a little something along the lines of show them the shoes once they came into the room, etc, etc. That is where my plan goes all wrong. There I was, sitting in the closet waiting for my parents to re-enter their room, when I finally heard the door open. Just as I got my stuff together and was ready to leap from my hiding place and bombard my parents with shoes, I froze. I heard my mum moaning and stopped in my tracks, not knowing what I was supposed to do. Now my plan had been disrupted. So I peeked from the crack in the door of the closet to see what was happening and saw my parents getting it on. I didn't know what to do and knew that it would be more awkward for me to open the door and leave than just sit and wait for it to be over. So, logically, I sat and waited. When my parents left the room, I waited a bit before leaving the room myself and pretended it never happened. A specific individual sounds more like they're a dog with the ability to use a keyboard with a Reddit account. Probably late to the party, but I'll post anyways. I was the one walked in on. In high school, I snuck out of the house late at night to meet some friends. And let's just say I was very hungry when I got home. So I raided the kitchen pantry and took the only two edible things that were ready to eat. Plain tortilla chips and plain Hershey's chocolate bars. I go up to my room and start eating the chocolate and chips. Mind you, I sleep naked and it was a little warm in the house. So I'm, I'm naked on top of all the blankets and with the state of mind I was in, I was making a pretty big mess. Crumbs and chocolate bits getting all over my chest. Well, then I pass out. Here comes the problem. I have always been hard to wake up. We're talking now, I have to set 12 alarms every morning for work. So every morning, my parents, mom until this incident, would come to my room, open my door, turn on my light, say time to get up, and close the door. Turning on the light was the only way to get me out of bed. So, my poor mother comes to my room to wake 17-year-old me up, and as a 17-year-old boy who is just waking up, I was fully erect, doors open, lights flip on, and there is her son laying like a dead starfish on his bed, chips, crumbs, and melted chocolate all over his chest with a raging boner. Not only that, but from her ankle, she's staring right down the devil's alley at my taint balls and boner. So she screams at the top of her lungs. This scares the crap out of me so i wake up and start screaming at the top of my lungs now she's kind of running in place flapping her arms around screaming i'm screaming naked in horror in my bed and my dad comes bounding over thinking something is wrong and bursts the door fully open he yells oh what the hell i try to yell get out and cover myself but really just manage to yell as i rip the blanket up and fall off the bed to the side. Breakfast was quiet that morning. I'm going to use the devil's alley in the future. Uh, that, that was, uh, that was funny as hell. I would just like to preface I was five years old. I was at a campground and headed over to a friend's camper to wake her up in the AM. I walked up to the loft area and shouted her name. Turns out she was in the room to the left, not the right. 
Her cousin shot up out of bed, staring right at me like my holler was a fire alarm. This wouldn't be worse until you consider she had a glass eye that apparently drifted inwards while she slept. I had no idea who this woman was or what was up with her eye, but I screamed, No! The second she opened her eyes. I ran 90 miles per hour that morning back to my place. The worst part was my naive reaction, clearly. I know a swath of very different people, but I've never met anyone with a glass eye personally. Yet. Or as far as I know. Not sure if this belongs here, but it's a nice departure from all the 18 plus related stories already posted in the comments, so here goes anyway. This happened in 2005. I was 21 years old and working my first full-time job during university vacation. One day, my boss allowed me to go home early, so I raced home excited and looking forward to an afternoon enjoying the epic summer weather. I parked my car in our garage, and as I walked through the two interleading doors into the kitchen, I suddenly heard the sound of footsteps running down our passage away from me towards the three bedrooms. I knew my 19-year-old sister was home, so I just assumed that what I'd heard was the sound of one of the many female friends she regularly had over. She was a total socialite, running away away from me. I figured maybe said friend had been slightly undressed or something. I don't know, I didn't have much time to think because what happened next happened really fast. A few steps later and I'm in the dining room from which the rest of the house fans out in three different directions. Then I see my parents' bedroom door at the end of the passage open up and my sister sticks her head out and screams at me, You mad though, get out, there are two guys in the house. As she says that, she slams the door closed again. And then, sure enough, two black guys appear from one of the bedrooms off the passage. They're both slightly younger, maybe 19 years old and much skinnier than me. Bizarrely, my first instinct was to negotiate with them to get them to leave. I think the reason for this was that both looked as surprised to see me as I was them, and it was clear that they hadn't planned for this, so I think I figured, well, now that they'd been caught, they'd readily leave. My only thought was to get them out of the house. At this point, I still didn't know what my sister's condition was, whether she'd been hurt or anything. On my way there, I'm also trying to figure out how I'm going to open the door to let them out, because I've left my house key in the kitchen where I came in, and there's no key nearby to open the locked steel security gate. Before I get the chance to even make a plan as I reach the entrance hall, suddenly both guys jump on me and stop me from going any further. I grab onto the door frame for dear life and right about now I notice that one of them is armed with a huge knife from our kitchen. Oh crap, I think. I'm about to feel what it's like to get stabbed, but by some miracle he doesn't stab me. Now I'm screaming for help louder than I've screamed in my entire existence, hoping that I'll be loud enough for someone to hear outside the house and bring help. And in the meantime, these two guys are trying harder and harder to pull me off the door frame. My shirt tears in half and I sprain three fingers from the strain of holding onto that damn frame. Then a moment of clarity. I remember that there's a panic button linked to our armed response company right outside my parents' bedroom. I scream my sister, press the panic button, and I hope she hears me because I'm all out of ideas and all out of hope. Then I hear her shout the last thing I wanted to hear. I can't. I'm tied up. The panic button is mounted at like shoulder height on the wall. In that moment, the most dire sense of panic and fear sets in. People say about scary moments that I nearly shat myself, and suddenly I almost understand what that means. I can feel my butthole puckering uncontrollably while I wonder what the hell is going to happen to me now that nobody is coming for help. Just as I'm giving up hope, the house alarm starts wailing. It is loud, so loud it physically hurts my ears, and the siren is mounted in the ceiling right above me and these two thugs, so it is super uncomfortable. I scream at the thugs that the police are coming. I noticed that they looked almost as afraid as I am. They let go of me and run down the passage. Turns out they left via my bedroom window. 
I later learned that following my scream for her to press the panic button, my sister was somehow able to sort of shimmy her way up the wall from a prone position to where she could reach the panic button. I also learned that frighteningly, thanks to recent home renovations, the wire in the room next door linking the alarm system to the phone line had been cut. So although the alarm went off, nobody was coming to help. Fortunately, the two thugs didn't know that. This whole episode must have taken no longer than maybe two minutes tops, but it felt like it went on for a half hour. Anyway, seconds later, there's a knock on the door. It's my friend Bruce popping over for a visit, and I'm still in such shock at that point that I can barely think straight enough to let him in. But I did, and it's lucky he was there as he went to find my sister and untied her. Fortunately, she was unharmed, although she was convinced that the two had planned to grape her and that the only thing that prevented it was my early arrival home. We immediately called the cops, who arrived very quickly along with a volunteer trauma counselor. Our armed response guy and an armada of the other security companies and agencies in the area, they are all linked to the same radio network and all assist each other very effectively. In spite of the police's genuinely best efforts, by then it was too late and unfortunately, the two thugs were never caught. On the plus side, my folks immediately bought a new house in a much safer suburb far from that one and within a few months, we were out of that hellhole of a suburb. And also, it forced me to take stock of my personal safety, so now I'm far more aware and I'm far more prepared should anything like that ever happen again. God forbid. I'm sure a lot of people are thinking the same thing right now. I want to hit the gym so goddamn hard right now. It's these kind of situations that you need to be prepared for. And having a home invader, two home invaders, is probably absolutely terrifying, especially when you've got family that you don't know what their condition is. Like, I can completely understand why this dude's mind just went completely blank, why he reacted the way he did. I know I'd go absolutely berserk if there was a stranger in my house, stealing my stuff, trying to hurt my family, I don't freaking know. But then again, in the UK, you're not actually allowed to defend yourself, it seems, from people who are trying to commit violent acts against you because our laws are... Well, I can't use that word, but I'll say stupid, and you can think about what I actually wanted to say. Anyway, try and stay sharp, be ready for people who try to mess you about, hurt you, whatever. Hit the gym a little bit, do a bloody boxing class or something. I did frickin' Jeet Kune Do and frankly this has put me in a foul mood all of a sudden. 